Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. UK Tech Weekly Podcast. Apple Special. Apple Special. <laughs> Hi, it's the UK Tech Weekly Podcast. Apple Special. <laughs> Apple Special. One more klaxon noise? Yeah. Seamless. Welcome to this, the latest slice of Freshly Baked's UK Tech Weekly podcast, the UK's premier audio parcel, slotting into your life every Friday like an Amazon package tracked at every stage from conception to delivery. The UK Tech Weekly podcast is an infotainment klaxon from the editors of PC Advisor, Techworld, Macworld UK and Computerworld UK. Every Friday we head to an audio aquarium, paying way too much to stare at audio stingrays and feed audio fish to trapped and miserable audio sharks, in order to bring you no more than 40 minutes of informed tech chat on the hot tech topics of the past seven days. Don't forget to subscribe, review and tell your friends. I'm Matt Egan, Editorial Director of IDG UK, and today I'm delighted to be joined in conversation by the big fish of tech, Chris Martin, Consumer Tech Editor of PC Advisor. Hello. The great white shark of tech, Henry Burrell, staff writer of PC Advisor. Morning. And the several days old whelk of tech, <laughs> <laughs> David well. Price, acting editor of Macworld UK. Yeah, get lost. <laughs> <laughs> this week we are doing an Apple special. <laughs> Apple special to coincide with the iPhone launch. And there was some Eva thrown in too. UK Tech Weekly Podcast. (laughs) Apple Special, Part 1. David Price, there is a new iPhone, but no headphones. Sing it, brother. I'm not quite sure... No headphones is not quite right because there there are actually two new sets of headphones from Apple. But there is no headphone port... Uh, I think is what you are getting at, and it's quite controversial. Let me tell you. Um, although, and I'm interested to see how the rest of you react to this. Apple very cleverly, quite ballsily, tried to spin this as a positive. Um, it's not like Apple to uh, create some sort of restriction to sell you something and then then sell it as a, a, a benefit. Yeah, it's it's not a bug; it's a feature. Um, yeah, they they've got rid of the the old 3.5 millimeter headphone port. Which, as they pointed out, is um, is more than a century old. Which doesn't necessarily mean, you know, it's a bad thing. But yeah. it does sort of point out that it's... Um, penicillin. <laughs> yeah, it's a, bit, um, <laughs> it's a bit old, you know. Uh, it's a bit like, um, you know, the uh, the width of the space shuttle was dependent upon the width of a horse. 
because really? a whole series of uh, cascading standards were all based on a wagon has to be the size of a horse and then yeah. a car is the size of a wagon because the road is the size of the horse and all the rest of it. And, and the marathon is the distance <clears> it is because of the bloody royals. That's right, yeah, because yeah. they'd go around the um, the palace or whatever to show off to Up the, to Windsor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> what am I talking about? We digress. Um, uh, yeah, so basically, we've had all these de- all these devices for the entire history of consumer electronics having to have um, the same size of headphone port, and it is starting to become a little bit of a restriction potentially because it, it imposes a minimum the, the size of the device. Yeah, it imposes a minimum thickness, for example, of the of the device, and it and it takes up um, a space for only one thing that's a single purpose port i'm sort of i'm taking the apple unusually i'm taking the apple line here <laughs> um a lot of people would say it's kind of annoying that they've got their lovely headphones and um they won't now be able to slot them straight into the iphone 7 because they'll, it hasn't they'll sell you an adapter right no this is the thing so this is quite good too um the adapter there is an adapter but it comes with the iphone 7 right um okay. so and and it's nine pounds as well if if you want to buy a second one or i don't know why you lose it yeah, if you lose yeah. it. But that is, um, that is good stock that's reasonable, isn't it? Yeah, it's <laughs> a lovely, exciting stock. But nine quid's not bad, actually. Because yeah. remember, I mean, Henry, you remember the USB-C business with the MacBook. I do. Which you own. I you? own. Um, the adapter to, I forget how it works, it's is like, it yeah. USB-C to multiple USB? Yeah, it's like 65 quid. 65 quid, exactly. And that's, that's And when they change Apple. the audio. And it doesn't come with uh, No, the charging thing. Yeah. So, so you, you know, you got a charger with it, but in any speaker docks or anything like that, the adapter yeah. there, I think, was about 40 quid or something as well. So, yeah. yeah, so it was, yeah. That's what you expect, but nine quid, and one of them is bundled in the box already. The okay. thing is, the you say that the jack limits how thick or thin the iPhone can be. Yeah, I think I know where you're going. It's with. still 7.3 mil. Yeah, exactly. So it hasn't, no they haven't made it anything <laughs> at all. Uh, but I guess it means in future they can slim it. Um, is there a, like a waterproofing, dustproofing aspect to it? Uh, yes, yes there is. Um, so the um, the iPhone 7 is IP67 um, uh, waterproof and dustproof. I can explain your favourite IP. Uh, oh, I prefer IP68, personally, because, yeah. um, of course, you, you all know that, uh, I'm sure you all know at home, is that the IP ratings go up to 6 and 8, and the first number is solid intrusions, um, and 6, <laughs> six <laughs> oh, we're going to call it the internet of solid intrusions, aren't we? And the, the first number is things like dust, so 6 is the maximum, and the second one is up to 8 and is waterproofing. So 7 is nearly the maximum, it means it's up to 1 metre. Chris Martin... Uh, my Samsung Galaxy S7 is apparently waterproof. To what rate is that waterproof? 68. Yeah, that's 68. So that's better. And it's got a stupid old 3.5mm jack. Yeah, so how do they manage that? Answer mm. me that one, uh, Tim Cook. You can't. Yeah. So, I mean, so, uh, okay. I can get with the argument that we need to reduce the number of ports. I mean, Apple famously, you know, is, was the first or the first serious player to get rid of DVD drives. And, they, you know, they've got a history of, of, yeah. of reducing the number of um, wired ports that are required. But there's usually a reason for it as well. I mean, what it, you know... Yeah, so they have actually used the space. Um, so as Chris said, they haven't made it thinner, but they've included, um, I think the single most likely culprit for it is the, uh, the Taptic engine, which is a little... Um, uh, returning to actually the, the 12-inch MacBook, that has um, a force-touch trackpad, which doesn't actually click down. Instead, it has a little, as I said, taptic engine, which vibrates very slightly when you click, and it makes your finger think it's clicking down. It's really clever. And it also means it can be... Um, it can give you haptic feedback on whatever you're doing, and it can be multi- it can be sensitive to multiple levels of 
um, pressure. So the home button on the iPhone 7, uh, it does this. So it's, it's, a, it's um, a solid state. So it doesn't press down, but it has these sort of customizable uh, feedbacks and it can give the impression of pressing down. So okay. having that little engine in there, the little buzzing engine, takes up some of the space that the headphone port and sort of surrounding componentry would have taken up. I, I have a completely speculative theory or suggestion, which is, which is probably not entirely the reason, but maybe part of it as well, is that wireless charging is going to become a big thing. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, we should so. be clear that the you can use earbuds that are adapted to use the charging port for the iPhone. Is that right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, so as well as the adapter, um, which means you can use existing 3.5mm compatible headphones, uh, the iPhone 7 comes with lightning-compatible yeah. headphones, the earpods. Um and there are a few other Lightning headphones out there. They're still quite rare, um, but there's some. But yeah, I think wireless so, is going to become a bigger so, thing. But the only restriction would be you can't charge at the same time as listening. Yeah, well, we Which were talking about this morning, weren't we? Oh, we were saying people never do that. Uh, yeah. Well, Marie says she does it sometimes. <laughs> I do sometimes. Like, say if I'm listening to cricket or something like that, and it's quite a long thing, and yeah. I know I'm going out later or whatever, and I'm not moving around, yeah. you know. And it actually, I don't have an iPhone, but it speaks to the... Uh, accessibility and success of smartphones. I'd rather do it that way than get a radio or something like that. But at yeah. the same time, I do want to keep charging it while I'm listening. See what I mean? And so if I'm, you're like out and about and you're wanting to charge off a power pack, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Although presumably they'll get adapted fairly quickly. But yeah, if you've got a power, a charging case, yeah, you know, what does that well, mean? And I think I don't really get what you're supposed to do if you buy a pair of Lightning headphones, but you use them in loads of other devices. But you can't. Uh, yeah. 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 Single use. <laughs> so you yeah. just they're, it's, it's, like they're only for your iPhone. Yeah. But I, I mean, I don't carry around an iPod anymore. I just use this to all my music off my phone anyway. I think most people just do all their listening on one device, right? I yeah. Or, is I that, or are we generalizing? Are we? Well, I mean, I, I mean, I do have an iPod, but I appreciate that's kind of a weird thing, and I and I need to get beyond that. But um, but it's so listen to music's one thing. But then I also, I mean, I'm ridiculous. I carry a separate smartphone for podcasts because I, I just don't want to burn through all my storage with it. But I also listen to radio on multiple devices. Yeah, you know, whatever's nearest to hand kind of thing. Don't always want to burn through. This says more about smartphone battery life than anything else, but I don't always want to burn through my battery life by listening. I, I plug my headphones into laptops and yeah. my mm, PC and like loads of other things. And I think a lot of people do. But. I think short to medium term, the most popular solution will be to have Why? a normal headphone yeah. with a 3.5mm jack and then use an adapter yeah. um, if they're going to use or, it. The or buy wireless, which is compatible with most things. Yeah, so wireless is going to start becoming a bigger thing. Apple itself announced last night is um, coming up with some uh, wireless earbuds called AirPods. <laughs> and and I, I think I am alone in this. I think they look fantastic. I think they look brilliant. But everyone else thinks they look <laughs> ridiculous. But they only need to look good to the Apple early, early adopters. Because I guarantee yeah. you, within days of them coming out, you will see people on the train. Kanye West. Basically, like wearing them. <laughs> basically because it's the same way as when Apple brings out a new device, it always has a new colour. And the whole point is so that those people who have to be first can, can be seen to be first. And that's mm. It's like the white headphones, which was genius, absolutely genius, and was used completely in the marketing. But it just meant that, that, that people could, could say 
Product signaling. Yeah, and, yeah. and uh, conspicuous consumerism, if you yeah. like. But it's like saying, hey, I've got the device. So those things, as ridiculous as they look now, I guarantee you'll see Pratt's walking around in them. <laughs> <laughs> you did say, though, in our chat last night that they're going to fall out your ears. That's not quite what I said, but yes, yeah, that's I, pretty I, much I tamed it down. Yeah. But uh, I, I thought they would be like tiny little, tiny little buds, but no, they are actually the out. exact like, same yeah, size. they look like... Well, normal headphones without yeah. the wires. Without the wires. Really but then the ends of each one have microphones in yeah. and you can do Siri commands or take yeah. take voice you calls. Can, you can double tap them to activate Siri. Yeah. Uh, and you can and they said that and Marie said that possibly this is because they think you'll lose one of them but you can use only one uh, as a sort of Siri uh, microphone yeah. rather than you know we have like both a Bluetooth of them. headset exactly everyone looks They're good with those things oh yeah God. <laughs> the man who fixes my washing machine has one of those things that's all I'm saying he's a nice guy but he, does he he's not a trainer so we'll find out um, okay so oh you so, mentioned new colours there are new colours yeah. yes product signaling um, they got rid of space grey which I always used to say was basically black, but um, I've now been told that's not at all right. Um, so now instead, there's no space grey. There is black uh, and there is jet black. So black is matte black and jet black is gloss black, like mm. sort of piano black, other companies might call it. But, but, not you, but you can only get the glossy high-end black one in the two highest capacity storages. So they have, they have, they've, bumped, <laughs> so, they've bumped the base one, which is great, so right? So cheeky. Yeah, no, but this is... Yeah. To 32 gig, but you can't buy... They've doubled the, all the storage. The so basically you can get that one, but you're walking around with a label that goes, poor, I am poor. <laughs> no, the opposite. No, it's, it's saying that you're... That you the glossy black one. The glossy. Yeah, but no, but so the space grey one you can still the get. Other, yeah. No, 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 no. So, so the, the black the and the other colours. Uh, the, the four colours are available in all three storage tiers. Yeah. But the jet black is only available in the two more expensive okay. ones. So, so that yeah, one again, says, And that's the one that everyone's going to want. Of yeah. course it is, yeah. 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 I don't know. I always like rose gold. <laughs> I love rose gold. <laughs> it's so, better than you expected. Uh, so, okay. So, the, so they're going for the headphones thing, there are... You know, potentially genuine reasons for it, and certainly future-proofing reasons. Can I just but point also... out Apple's reason for it? Go on. Courage. Oh, for goodness sake. Yeah, they based the whole thing about taking out the headphone port around courage. Yeah. You've <laughs> got to say that's ballsy, though. I mean, every, every, <laughs> sickening. everybody was annoyed about it, and they, they brazened it out. And they were like, you know what, we, we're going to make the decision, and we're going to move forward, and we're courageous. <laughs> But they never had to do that before. It's almost like they had to justify doing it, which is something Apple never usually does. I remember mm. they brought up the MacBook Air and it had like no Ethernet port, no DVD drive, and everyone flipped. And I think they did rescind and put another USB port on it. But then, like you say, with the MacBook, they just did USB-C and they were like, this is the future, deal with it. Yeah, this is like... But this time, they're like, we'll give you an adapter off. and it is for fast charging, but it doesn't yeah. do fast charging. And I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong, I thought the phone was cool. I think there's a... More things to get excited about. I, yep. I like the camera, the, the double cameras. Yeah, so much more to talk about. Actually, double yeah. cameras on the seven plus look really cool. With the camera on the just on the normal, yeah. Um, with the uh, f one point eight uh, aperture and the six element lens, and it's much faster at taking phot- photography, and it's gonna be better in low light. Um, it just it looks really good. Um, what else? What other new features should we be excited about? Brighter screen with better color gamut. Um, <laughs> Love a good gamut. Yeah, the um, the and the front facing camera is now seven megapixels instead of five megapixels. The back one is still twelve. Um, what about price? What, what are we What are we going to be paying for these things? Well, uh, therein lies a tale. The US is the same pricing as the iPhone six S, but with mm-hmm. double the storage. Yeah, which, so that's, which is good. That's great. Double the storage has been a bit overdue, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's but true. Yeah, sixteen sixteen gig has been a bit of a joke for a while. Yeah. 
Um, I have 16 gig. I hate it. Um, yeah, so that's good. But in, uh, in 16 gig with no expandable storage, that's the key thing, isn't it? Yeah, 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 basically. I mean, there are there are products you can buy, but they're sort of rubbish workarounds. Yeah. <laughs> um, but as you say, um, in in England, in Britain, yeah, slightly more expensive, uh, which they didn't mention. Um, it could be due to Brexit and the the falling pound. Yeah. Other products have found uh, themselves just having to charge more. But I think in the UK, is it ten pounds extra for the for the six plus the six S plus was six nine nine. At base it's twenty quid extra, so seven one nine for the plus. I'm not sure for the seven. Yeah. So yeah, the plus at least will be twenty pounds more. I mean, it does get you double the storage, but in the US it's the same price. Yeah, so it's this kind of uh, occasional thing we get this sort of rip off Britain feeling that, um, <laughs> which which always does come down to the fact that we're a relatively small, relatively expensive country to do business in, but clearly. <laughs> In recent months, we've become a more expensive country to do business. <laughs> yeah, so the the AirPods, the wireless earphones, they're one five nine dollars, but one five nine pounds. Right, hmm. seems fair. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 Chris and uh, Matt, what did you think about the launch? The uh, the new iPhone? You were that excited, or are you Android till you die? Well, that's that's kind of the point I was going to make, really, because uh, broadly speaking, well, David, you're definitely an iPhone guy. Henry, would you would you say you're kind of in the iPhone camp? I, I I swing both ways. You swing <laughs> both ways. So, from David's point of view, question one is, you know, how does it rate as an iPhone upgrade? Because this is a thing that always across our sort of team is uh, sometimes a point point of contention, which is the PC advisor guys will typically look at whole of market, whereas the Macworld people are they're interested only in Apple, and Apple brilliantly sells itself against Apple. Always, so, so they always talk about it being an upgrade to the previous device. Yeah. So in those terms, David, you're excited by this. It's a it's a I think good compared, upgrade. I think compared to the success, it's a good upgrade. Um, I mean, I don't know if this is deliberate, but um, expectations were low. Um, the general feeling was that it was going to be almost another S upgrade. Um, that it would have the same design, not many um, proper upgrades. It would lose a headphone port, which everybody would. Lose their shit over, um, and we thought, it, and maybe they will, um, and we thought it was going to be disappointing. But um, the, the, the twin lens cameras on the, on the Plus, the camera enhancements on the Plane 7, um, the uh, the speed improvements with the A10 Fusion chip, um, the the new colours look good. Um, the antenna's been taken off, so it's a, it's a cleaner physical design. Most of this stuff we knew about in advance somehow, but you hear them talking about it, and it makes more sense so generally speaking from an apple point of view happiness i think so um but i i would i would dispute the idea that i don't look at the market as a whole at all i mean i do focus on iphones but you know i'm I'm fully aware that the samsung s7 for example has better waterproofing um that's sort of why i've been (laughs) that's sort of why i've been uh, annoyed about a few things about apple for a while because i've been thinking well we thought the iPhone 6S was pretty waterproof, but they weren't prepared to go as far as an IP rating. Mm. And we knew that there were phones out there that had IP6A. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it's not going to win on specs. Apple never does. Um, but I think as a sort of um, overall holistic experience, is that, the right, is that what holistic means? As an overall experience, I think it'll be a strong product. It's, it's going to be expensive. Interesting that um, they mentioned the chip, actually, because there was a time when they just refused to talk about processors. Well, they still, didn't, they still didn't say what the clock speed was. Right. They, 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 again, they never they, announced the RAM, did they? No. Yeah. They just compare it like for like. So they said it's 40% faster than yeah. the last yeah. generation and twice so, as fast as So why didn't out accepting that 
you're not some sort of Stockholm syndrome prisoner of Apple. Yeah. Um, but Chris, you you know your job is to have the breadth of market. Um, how do you feel this will fit into the the wider high end smartphone market? Um, I mean, it's like every new iPhone. They, like you say, they do do a good job of making it seem like something you want but they only ever really compare it to last year's model which isn't that hard so comparing it to what's around at the moment there's so much amazing choice I mean there is some good elements so the moving to 32 gig pretty much essential now um, not having expandable storage is not great but the the double storage kind of helps that a lot waterproofing is something that's widely available on most Android devices so that's a good uh, step up to rival it this is like I, I guess one of the major things that's missing is like curved screen technology which we've got two phones sitting here with curved screens and although there's like debatable whether people actually use the functionality <laughs> of it it looks amazing yeah. um, because you get the bezel sides um, it makes um, a massive screen fit in a much smaller frame um, and, and stuff it does like work. that. I mean, if you go to Carphone Warehouse or somewhere, and they will always have in stock the Galaxy S7. They rarely have in stock the S7 Edge because they yeah. just sell more of them because they've got the curved screen. But yeah. I was, I mean, I've got and I've got the curved screen and I love it. But it is nonsense of exactly the same style as all of the yeah. Ap- Apple upgrade. I mean, it's just basically it's marketing. It looks nice. It's not particularly practical or functional. Yeah, I mean, I don't use it. I haven't used it much on the Edge or the Note Seven. But it is like it. It does have handy usages occasionally but it's not like an everyday yeah. or I use it all the time for loads of different things but supposedly the iPhone next year is going to have that but and you can bet that if Apple do produce one it will be the greatest thing in the history of the world <laughs> yes. I mean I'm listening to you and I'm feeling a bit cynical going well you don't really use it why is it that big a deal but yeah you know iPhone 8 curved screen wow so like, I think there, this is going to be a bit 50-50 I think like a lot of people will just go upgrade because they want a new phone or they're ready for a new phone or they the just, they just want to have, yeah. I mean, most iPhone users just want to have the new yeah. one, even if there is something better coming next year, because that's always going to be the case. But some of the more tech-savvy ones might be thinking, yeah, next year's the anniversary. It's going to be a much bigger jump. I'll wait for that. But I think you're yeah, died in the wall. I I think we've now got a, a market that's that's quite sort of... What's the word? Um, binary, in a sense. And those people who are committed to Apple. And a lot of these moves, including taking away the 3.5mm jack, are all about sucking you more into that world. So you'll buy the adapters and stuff like that, and it'd be perfectly good, and it'd be a really good experience for you, but it does kind of mean you're more committed to Apple than ever before. So I, I think they're going to... I think this will just sell in absolute spades, because they're not... Like the reason why they market themselves against themselves is because most of the people who are going to buy this product don't really care what's in the yeah. Android market. They want, they want the next iPhone, and that's what they're going to get. And they'll like it. And you shouldn't underestimate the importance of familiarity yeah. of the software experience. Is that they don't want to use Android, and it's the only it's the only set of phones out there that use iOS. So. Good. Okay. Uh, well, we'll quickly close this one off and go around the room. Uh, no earbuds is good, bud, or no goods, no good blood. Uh, Chris Martin. No buds, no good blood. Nice. Henry Burrell. I'm going to go with no earbuds is good bud. Hmm. David Price. No earbuds is good bud. Excellent. Okay, we'll take a very short break. And then when we come back, we'll be discussing Apple. 
Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. UK Tech Weekly Podcast. Apple Special. (laughs) Part 2. Apple Special. Part 2. Chris Martin, what else did Apple festooners with? So, one of the main things was a new Apple Watch. Um, So, this is not the Apple Watch 2, this is the Apple Watch Series 2. Um, and it looks kind of the same as the other one. And there is also a new version of the original called Series 1, which kind of just has a processor upgrade. I'm looking at David here. Um, yeah, it's, it's like the, um, the 5C, isn't it? Like the iPhone 5C. Yeah, so one of the main things about the Series 2 Apple Watch is that it's fully waterproof, up to 50 metres. So it's kind of aimed at swimmers or people that just like... Wearing, Fish? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm I'm not sure if I know much more than that. <laughs> that's all you need to know. <clears throat> he's got he's got GPS. That's oh, the, that's, that's the biggest uh, huge change because that's been my. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm unlikely to get an Apple Watch because I don't use other Apple get devices. But I but I found it very difficult to justify getting an Apple Watch because it because yeah. the price with no GPS was pretty poor, really. Uh, but this is good, so that's that's a, that's a big change. Yeah. Yeah, the Apple. I, I use the Apple Watch quite a lot, and uh, for running, and it's not very accurate because right. it has to. Yeah, you have to train it. You have to take your iPhone out with you, and then it uses the GPS for that to calibrate against your steps. And it's okay. It learns okay, yeah. but having GPS will be brilliant. I think. So we've got the uh, Apple Watch Series Two, um, and so it was really the only those two products announced yesterday. Uh, iOS ten, of course. Is uh, is going to be released on the thirteenth? Um, but we, we we already knew all about iOS ten. That's the thing. It was mm. announced at WWDC in the summer. Uh, so all they all they basically said was, "Isn't iOS ten great?" Um, and it's coming on the thirteenth. No Excellent. new features. So we did. Did we know that it was coming on the thirteenth before? No, we didn't. So that was that was a new bit of and that impacts news. more people actually because everybody's got any. Yeah, sort of uh, I think the iPhone five. Five, the iPhone five can get it, can't it? I don't. I think that's the earliest one. But uh, you know, all all um, recent iPhones and iPads can can run it. So, what about the event itself? This is always interesting, and there's been a perception in recent years that you know, posty jobs that somehow Apple was maybe running out of energy, or but but it seems like generally speaking, feedback was very positive about this. It was really, event. it was really interesting. We've been talking about this a bit this morning. Um, I, we all we all communicate on Slack while we're covering it, and um, and I started off in a really sort of prickly mood because <laughs> it's not um, like you, David. I know uh, because most of my colleagues on uh, PC Advisor uh, are, oh, I would say, in the cool light of day, healthily sceptical about Apple <laughs> launches. Whereas <laughs> I maybe wasn't quite as 
So, um, and so they were saying lots of stuff about how awful it was going to be. And then they were kind of blown away by the first 10 minutes because um, Apple got a bit of a coup uh, and Mario is coming to the iPhone, uh, a new game called uh, Super Mario Run. And they got, uh, they got Shigeru Miyamoto to go on stage, uh, who is, I would say, one of my three all-time top heroes. <laughs> uh, who are the other two? Duncan Ferguson uh-huh. and um, you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a strong list. I, I don't know if you noticed the desperation in my eye there. I couldn't think of anybody else. It's an eclectic list. <laughs> oh, I love Duncan Ferguson. Uh, but Shigeru Miyamoto um, uh, did not, as we said, did not give a brilliant uh, talk because you know English is not his first language, but what he had to say was was huge. Is that you know Mario has never been on mobile before. They've only ever brought it to uh, Nintendo proprietary hardware, and this is this is essentially the biggest game in the world or gaming franchise. And there's going to be a version of it on iPhone mm. and exclusively on iOS, at least initially. They have now said it will come to Android at some point, but. Um, that, you know, there will be an, an exclusivity period, uh, first of all. And it's not free. Yeah. Well, um, I, it is actually free as a download. But yeah, you're right. It's You, you download it for free and then you get a portion of the game for free. But oh, you will okay. have to pay, um, a, I think they said a one-off payment to unlock all the rest of it. So I right. consider that to be effectively a, a paid-for like game. A with a demo, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And we were worried that it was going to be a free game with you know regular in-app purchases mm. for continues or yeah. adverts or you know all that. Monkey yeah. business, which we don't like. It was a, it, the start of it was pretty good. It started with yeah. um, James Corden's ca- carpool karaoke <laughs> with Tim Cook. Yeah, that was um, good. That was funny. And Pharrell. Yeah. Uh, which was pretty good. But yeah, it's just because um, Apple's already bought the rights to do a new series of that, right? Which uh, they'll be showing exclusively on Apple Music. I think we already. I don't understand. We already that. So knew it's a TV that. Show, we already knew that. And it's going to be on that. Apple Music. Yeah, this will break into that video things. We're going to catch on. <laughs> yeah, we might do. Yeah, so we had the we, yeah. so we had the, the funny video. Then we had the ten minutes of of Shigeru. Yeah, and then then he went flat and, again. Well, that's well what there was Pokemon Go as well. We, oh yeah, but they had, oh, yeah, Niantic, bit of they had a guy from Niantic there yeah. talking about Pokemon Go and how you'll be able to play it on the Apple Watch. So you, and you can, without yeah. getting your phone out, you can use Pokestops. You can um, see what Pokemon are nearby. Um, I'm, I'm already can... really sceptical about Pokemon Go anyway, but I think for something that has a massive peak in popularity, yeah. the way to keep people playing it isn't to try and sell them an app for, for a 350 quid watch they don't own. I, think yeah. That, yeah, I don't think it, you'll get kids playing it anymore. But it, I think I think all the kids that were going to play it have played have it. Played it yeah. They're now trying to, you know, they're trying to get the uh, the, the dad generation to play it as well. But <laughs> I think get it, a few more people on it again yeah, when it launches. Yeah. Yeah, would it be fair to? And I don't understand Pokemon and didn't play Pokemon Go, but would it be fair to say that the success of Pokemon Go caught everybody off guard, particularly Apple? Yeah. Because yeah. you look at this and and they've, it's like Apple have gone. Hang on, there was a game on our platform that was ridiculously successful and we mm. had no idea it was coming. Yeah. Let's try and actually uh, piggyback on that. I suppose so. After it's no longer anywhere near as popular as it once was. Yeah, potentially. It wasn't very sustainable in its popularity. Well, there was no there was no Neantic guy at the last iPhone launch. Mm. They've ne- they never made any connection to yeah. Pokemon Go before. And and now they're like, oh, wow, it was really popular. Well, they had a lot of guest appearances. That's what struck me yesterday. I know they I know they do collaborate with a lot of different companies or just buy them. But um, there was also the Apple Watch 2. has got a sort of a special Nike Plus edition, which is sort of got it's black and green. It's got a few holes in the straps. Um, <laughs> What's that phobia called? But you don't like seeing all the little holes together. I don't know. I know what you mean. 
but I don't know the word. People aren't going to like it. I had the courage to look, though, David. (laughs) Did you notice that within, honestly, within a minute of Phil Schiller being on stage, um, someone had hacked his Wikipedia account and changed it to, Phil Schiller is the most courageous man in the world, (laughs) was the first sentence. It made me lol. A couple of things to note was that, that they accidentally sent some tweets, whether they were promoted tweets or something, but they were basically, some, some tweets appeared on Twitter, like I think there was three mainly, that all announced the iPhone 7 and the iPhone 7 Plus yeah. way before they'd got to that in the keynote. Oh, wow. So they were like really literally funny. within it's the like, first 10 minutes of the like start. an Apple Twitter handle, an official blue tick handle appeared last week. Yeah, they haven't had it before. They haven't yeah, been I mean, on they, Twitter. They've had Apple, the handle Apple. They've owned oh, it, have they? but they've just never used it. Right. And so, but, I mean, we were looking at it this morning, and they still has no tweets still no to tweets. display. So we're wondering whether or not it's like a promoted. They're tweet all promoted, platform. aren't they? Yeah, there was a thing last week about how every single tweet they'd done, which wasn't many, they were all promoted, yeah. and it was a bit like potentially they didn't know how to use it. Because it's, it's, yeah. it's like Ed Balls, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's well, really we, funny. It's like they didn't yeah. know how to use. Twitter we were sitting there yesterday. We were thinking like, well, if someone's just tweeted this, like. That's pretty, pretty bad. You just don't click tweet. But it's, it's just because somebody has, doesn't know how to do a promoted tweet. I bet they got yeah. the time zone wrong. <laughs> I always do yeah, that. So we kind of knew. Yeah. yeah, they tweeted some details and you know confirmed the iPhone Seven and iPhone Seven Plus about forty minutes before they even got to it, which yeah. is uh, quite interesting. Well, generally speaking, they didn't keep any secrets um, no. hardware wise. But again, the Mario thing, yeah. nobody knew that was coming because it was software. Mm-hmm. Software they can keep. And the design of the secret. AirPods and the Nike Watch and, yeah, still kept quite I a lot of I think the AirPods wraps. we knew. I, I saw, I've seen some pictures, some but it. none of them looked like that, which was good. <laughs> <laughs> you know that they look terrible now, but they will look normal pretty yeah, quickly because that's yeah. the way just Apple's popularity works. The name iPad, remember that? It yeah, seemed funny when it first came People, out. So yeah. many stories written about how that was like a sanitary product or something. Mm. Yeah. yeah. No one says that now. No. Mm. Okay, cool. Let's go around the room then. Uh, how do you like them apples or how do you dislike them apples? Chris Martin. Yeah, how do you like them apples? Is that, is that positive? I don't That's a positive one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Henry Ball? He said dislike. No, but I thought you were saying, how do you dislike them apples? Oh. Which would imply it's good. Uh, okay, I was saying it less. How do you like them apples? Or... How do you dislike them apples? You go Henry? <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised that I, I liked them apples. How do you David like them apples? David Price. How do you like them apples? Lovely stuff. Okay, that's a very, uh, very positive response to Apple's event. And we'll be back very shortly for the final segment. UK Tech Weekly Podcast. EFA special. <laughs> EFA special. It can't be an EFA special as well. <laughs> Henry, oh no. Uh, <laughs> Henry Burrell. Before there was Apple, there was EFA. What went on there? So, yeah, before all that Apple stuff took all the headlines, a colleague and, uh, and me were over in Germany. Colleague, your friend, surely. My fr- friend and colleague. Mr. Lewis Painter. Um, yeah, we were over in IFA in Germany to check out all the tech that Apple didn't make. Um, <laughs> and some of it was good, some of it was weird, and some of it was just some aircon units. But IFA <laughs> <laughs> was huge. I got taken, I've not been before, um, and it took me by surprise. I thought, I ball, tried to warn He you. did try to warn me, yeah. <laughs> but like the cocky upstart I am, <laughs> I skipped onto that plane. 
uh, and uh, yeah, it hit me like a it hit me like a train. But it was massive. It was good. There was some cool stuff there. Uh, I think the best things we saw were the things we expected to see there. Right. Samsung had a new uh, watch out, probably to di- directly compete with this uh, new Apple Watch, the Samsung Gear S3. Uh, I own the Gear S2, but I must admit I don't actually wear it very much anymore. So it was interesting to see the new Gear S3. Um, there's two tiers of it. There's the classic and the Frontier. Frontier. Ooh. Frontier. Yeah. I quite well, like I think that they're name. cowboys. <laughs> uh, it's a weird one. Like, so the S2 was a really good step up for Samsung. It had its own operating system called Tizen, which had a, like a rotating mm-hmm. bezel and it was very intuitive to use. Um, I probably don't wear it much because, I mean, <laughs> the functionality of it wasn't incredibly helpful. But it was a good product that was well marketed and was sold to men and women, basically. But the Gear S3 is really masculine looking. Um, right. It's got a very big watch face. Um and particularly the frontier just looks like sort of like <laughs> it's made of leather. <laughs> well, that's the thing. they got leather. Um, the older one was like a sports kind of version, and then the classic was a sort of traditional watch design. And now they've got rid of the sporty one, and they've just got the classic one, and then <laughs> the frontier. It's kind of with chaps. <laughs> <laughs> it, the, the black one just looks like a like an army an army watch. Basically, it looks quite military. Um, they, this is pathetic. This is. <laughs> All these male stereotypes. Is the other one a fireman? (laughs) (laughs) All I was driving at is it looks like a watch that perhaps uh, women might not want to wear. It looks quite big on a lady's wrist. Like I don't, I don't know. I mean, it was pretty massive on my tiny hands as well. Could be good for women with huge wrists. Yeah, huge. There's quite a few new watches, isn't there? (laughs) There were quite a few other new watches. The new two new ones from Fossil that are both Android wear. Yep, one of those is quite feminine. Yep, they've got two. They've got the Wonder and the Marshall. Marshall so, with one L. Yeah. <laughs> These are terrible. So and the a- Sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> they were cool, but they went back to one of Chris's pet hates for smartwatches. Yeah. They have the uh, flat tyre at the bottom. All these Android Wear watches that have cool circular displays, but then at the bottom, there's like a little looks like a little pool of black ink. Oh right. Um, mm-hmm. Where they have put in the sensor, the light sensor. But there's other watches that get around that problem. Yeah. Um, so the new Zen, the new Asus Zen Watch Three is uh, the first two are square, but it's now round, and that's got fully circular. I think. Yeah. But, but I mean, I don't know. Like, Efa was um, it was big last year on smartwatches. There were quite a few again this year. Uh, now we've got the Apple Watch, but um, smartwatches have kind of slowed down a little bit in terms yeah. of hype and sales. And um, yeah, I don't yeah, know if they ever sped up in terms of sales. Really. Yeah. They? I think they disappointed Apple certainly. Yeah. And, and it's by far the most popular smartwatch of any. Out well, there, but still not. What else did we see? Because there were some big companies at EFA. You'd mentioned Samsung. Sony was there as well. Yeah, we saw Sony's uh, continuing to confuse everybody with another product. Um, <laughs> Sony loves a product. It does love a product. It had loads of products. But the one we were interested in was the new flagship smartphone, the Xperia XZ. Okay. So they had, they had the Z line, and then they got rid of it, and it had the Xperia X about six months ago. And now they brought the Z back and put it after the X. So you got the XZ. And they've also got the X Compact. Wow. So there's no confusion there. Why? <laughs> and <laughs> so painful. Sony, the, 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 um, the, the president did like a little speech at their press conference where he was saying that he was thrilled to have Sony back in profit, basically. Right. Yeah. I was thinking that shouldn't be difficult. Like, they make PlayStation. <laughs> well, they own all the movies and all the music. Yeah, ever, I know. So, so I'm, maybe he was talking about that specific mobile department. Right. But, I mean, I think the upgrade cycles in the Asian market are slightly more frequent. I think yeah. it's based off yeah. the yeah, new handset every six months kind of thing. Um, it, 
It was it was just a phone. It was <laughs> it's got a very nice design. Um, Sony phones are quite sharp edged and not not incredibly lovely to hold in the hand. But this is a little bit more subtle. There's like an aquamarine marine color of it, which is quite nice. Um, but it's got everything you'd expect in a smartphone from 2016, like the Snapdragon 820 processor. is pretty standard for Android devices. Uh, and then a camera that was slightly disappointing. They always, obviously they own or partnership with Carl Zeiss. Yeah. So they've got lo- lovely camera sensors in their phones. But I always feel with Sony phones, they don't quite have the software to process the image properly. Um, so to see, to see Apple lean so heavily on the camera, Sony kind of just make up some marketing buzzwords. <laughs> yeah. But it'll be interesting when we get our hands on one. They're, with their only um, short hands-on time available with the phone. But there was also we also got to check out um, the thinnest laptop in the world. So this got quite a lot of interest, really. It did, so, yeah. And from a company like Acer, that's pretty mm. good for them. They're sort of perhaps unfairly known for sort of mid-range uh Budget plastic laptops. Yes. <laughs> I was trying to think of a better way to... A mean, nicer way to say it. Pretty decent, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah no, 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 very good. functional. But, um, yeah, no, Acer was good this year. They had a lot of new stuff. There were two things that caught our eye for Acer. So the Swift 7 is their new um, high-end laptop. It's 9.98 millimetres at its thickest point. So they could just say it's under a centimetre thick. <laughs> It's the first one to be under a centimetre. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, and it's very nice. It's got a 13-inch display. Um, the price point's pretty good as well. So, I mean, I was I was comparing it to Apple. <laughs> I own the, the, the older USB-C MacBook, which I love, but it's very expensive. And it's like £1,050 for that for that MacBook, uh, and that gets you with the base Core M processor, whereas the Acer Swift, um, even thinner, gets you an M7 processor for slightly less, oh no, only £50 more I think so mm-hmm. it is a higher end powered Windows 10 laptop, um, yeah and it was really nice and then the other thing that Lewis got very excited about <laughs> and even the guys from Acer, I mean they won't mind me saying because they said it was they just basically made this gaming laptop just because they could Right. and it's a 21 inch curved screen gaming laptop <laughs> that weighs 8 kilograms <laughs> Yeah, and it's got dual uh, NVIDIA GTX 1080 cards. It does, and it yeah. weighs like eight kilos. Yeah. <laughs> so like there was this just absolute monster sitting there. It's got a curved screen. It's got built-in eye tracking. It's got five fans. <laughs> it's it's insane. The guy was just like, yeah, well, we know we probably won't sell many, but isn't but it isn't it sweet? <laughs> they'll probably make a lot of money on any they sell, but also, and we've had I mean like years ago. I remember I think it was Acer again making a huge gaming laptop, and it was kind of ridiculous, but. In some ways, it isn't because if you if gaming is what you do, and it's all right, it's not going to be as upgradable as a desktop. Mm. But if like your friends game as well, and you want to go and game together, you just have to actually, hire a van and then you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but also you know say and uh, this may be stereotyping here, but maybe you live with your parents or something, and you know you, so you principally game in your bedroom, but then they go away, so you want to move it down to the front room. All that sort yeah. of stuff is a lot easier. Well, yeah, this is, like, this like is niche, say, yeah, the upgradability but, of PCs probably does put off a certain. Uh, amount of consumers and mm-hmm. the fact you can buy this whole package for the base model's 1500 which right. obviously isn't pocket money but it's um it's a whole package it's, and you don't have to upgrade it that's not that bad considering yeah, it's got no. two 1080s yeah. and a yeah. curved screen it's like you can't get that anywhere else yeah so it was it was it was just an impressive it's just a bit beast. mental really yeah <laughs> so overall then Sounds like it was quite a good show. Yeah, it was good. Apart from getting lost in uh, those rooms like Ikea where you have to walk around a certain yeah. way and I was just <laughs> looking at lots of barbecues and stuff. That was um, that, was, <laughs> that was a pain. Was there a... Uh, I remember going to see, but years ago, and there was always one bit that was just all like um, tills. 
and pay points <laughs> and just t- taking 10 stuff. minutes to get out of that and panic yeah. rising inside me and then thought <laughs> I was going to be trapped forever there's some cool stuff Huawei were there as well they've re- uh, just released two new phones which uh, Lewis is, is just reviewing uh, and it's quite a nice uh, tablet that I reviewed as well um, so that they're always out there in force um, yeah no it was good it was good overall cool good show and do we think these kind of so you, you know you've got the individual product launches even as Apple were doing theirs uh, Sony were doing the PlayStation um, VR um launch and then you've on the other hand you've got things like IFA where the idea is that um, lots of companies come together and that generates interests in and of itself there's still space for these big trade shows do you think I think so and particularly IFA um, um, I've only really done mobile congress before and I know they do let the public in but generally it's like lots and lots of men in suits yeah. talking about really boring stuff but IFA was a lot more interesting very consumer focused and um, I didn't actually really realise how long it's been going on for it was the 56th IFA wow. so we were there for one of the public days as well and there was just people just go down there chill out with their families German like, people it's, it's a really big deal yeah. Yeah. it's really interesting actually it's the only show kind of out of the big three that is open to the public mm. well, CBIT um, was always open to the okay. public and is no longer one of the big but three but CES yeah. isn't no no yeah. I mean, there was MWC. So it's quite cool in that way. Like we were seeing people, yeah, people queue up, you know, yeah. and buy t- like tickets are like you know twenty euros, and they they it's like a family day out for them. Yeah, it's cool. Like, there was like lots of little, like those little fifteen year old bloggers yeah, yeah, making yeah. us look really bad with their expensive <laughs> camera equipment, like doing little videos and stuff. Like it was it was quite cool. All all the uh, it's, it's like a cultural thing, I think, because all the German cities have the Messe, which is the big yeah. um, conference centre, yeah. and they typically will have multiple events throughout the year. But as I say, see bits. Which has now declined a bit and is more of a B two B thing, but and Efa have always been public events, and you do see actual families going for a day yeah. out, yeah. <laughs> getting all the free stuff that they can off the stores and stuff like that. It's it's something that doesn't really translate to the UK, but it's, it is. Really it's, quite it's, cool. a, it's kind of the only equivalent we have here is kind of like the home, the ideal home exhibition yeah. and stuff like that, which mm. is is quite popular. Well, things like, like Comic Con Live and, yeah. and yeah, so we do show. have similar things. It's never but, been as big in this. But they're more just like companies exhibiting, aren't they? This yeah. is all like brand new products you can't yeah. buy. See the one, yeah, those two that we just mentioned. People don't launch new products at them. So we've been to the Gadget Show Live, but it's stuff that we've seen like six months yeah. ago kind of thing cool okay so uh, let's quickly go around the room then e for good e for good oh 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 he's ever e for good or <laughs> sweet ifa uh chris martin uh e for good e for good he's ebony for good henry burrell are we all gonna do this this is gonna take ages <laughs> e for good e for good I don't know what the second bit is. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's Ebony for good. Oh, I missed the whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. He's Ebony for good. <laughs> Dave, good or bad? Bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really feel qualified to say to Apple's him. not there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Boom. All right. Give me a second and I'll prepare for the, uh, <laughs> the end bit. <clears throat> Thanks for listening to this. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Hang on one second. <clears throat> Apple and Ether special <laughs> of the UK Tech Weekly Podcast. Please do get in touch to let us know your thoughts and opinions, or maybe not explicitly about this particular podcast, uh, and shake us down for cash, or indeed if you're interested in advertising. You can tweet us at UK Tech Podcast or email editor at idg.co.uk. We will be back next week with more informed opinion on the hottest topics in tech and fewer klaxons. Do find us on Acast, on iTunes, on SoundCloud, and all the other places from which you source podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe, report, and tell your friends. Go on, tell your friends right now. Until then, say goodbye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> uh...
Bye. <laughs> Good, seamless. Oh my god, it's hot in here. UK Tech Weekly Podcast.